The bottom line bombs on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. For boosted same-game parlays, in-game odd, WinBet has what you need. Sign up today, get $100 when you bet $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo. $57 SGPN gift card for every bingo hit. Also by SGPN's 57 Bet Challenge. 570 cash for a $570 gift card to the winner of the prop contest. Get all that exclusively on the SGPN app. But if you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game, make sure to check out our live show at the Ainsworth Thursday, 11 a.m. Register today at sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash big game. All right. And with that, play the music for the Bob Super Bowl show. All right. I wonder if I should just mean. Here we are. Welcome. I'm starting off uh, very, very oddly. Oddly? Okay. Oddly enough. Um, welcome to the Bottom Line Bombs. I am CJ Sullivan, the man in the box, coming here live for the Super Bowl show. This is the last of the uh, NFL season, the last game of the year, the Super Bowl. That's why it's kind of sexy. Maybe it's because I don't want to start the show so fast because it's the last one. That's not the last of the bottom line bombs, nor the man in the box, nor me, CJ Sullivan. One, I'm doing an XF show, XFL show with Colby D, the one and only who was just in here helping me get this thing ready. Um, I'm not sure if it is working, but. Uh, and J Mark. Who likes to join us as well? I should tweet this out too. I did this last time. Tweet, tweet it out, everybody. Um, but also, I'm going to be continuing doing the bottom line bombs throughout the year, kind of more of a daily talk show uh, situation. I don't know. You're going to get more bombs. Is what I'm trying to say, more bombs for your buck. Starbucks, man in the buck said. Uh, <laughs> said Kyle Bowl and Blue Steel, make, maker of the logo. Um. All right, let me let me just tweet this shit out. Good God, I hate fucking Twitter. Twitter is the worst thing in the world, right? The absolute worst. Let me just retweet it. There we go. Now we're out. We're out live. I'm tweeting me live. Box within boxes. Sorry, I'm a little distracted. What a horrible way to start the Super Bowl show. I apologize. It's just me in the box by myself doing this thing ever like I've been doing it every week for you guys. Um. Yeah, that's where the man in the boxing came from. So we have the Super Bowl show. Tonight's Super Bowl show, we have Philadelphia, Kansas City, of course. Huge game. We got I'll preview some Super Bowl prop bets for you. And I'll pick a side. I'll also go through some Super Bowl myths. Just the Super Bowl in general. It's such it's so, there's so much to deal with with the Super Bowl. See, that's why it's over it's overwhelming for me. You gotta you gotta focus it down. Focus it down. I will be out in Philadelphia for it, doing shows at the Punchline in Fishtown there for all weekend with TJ Miller. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So that'd be crazy. I was just out there. I went to the NFC Championship game, and I'm going back in Philadelphia. I'm, I'm just seeing history everywhere. Last night, I went to the Laker game. LeBron James beating uh, beating Connie Hawkins for the all-time point record. Or Kareem, whatever it was. That was a little joke we did when Joe Biden. Joe, they, they, it, was, it was great. Great moment. LeBron uh, got us 36 versus Oklahoma, of course, and as they lose. 
He hits a jumper to pull within 10 of Oklahoma and the place goes nuts. They stopped the game for like a half an hour so he could get his flowers. Give LeBron his flowers. And then it's just video testimonial, video testimonial of his kids and his wife. They're all at the game. They're all there. Why are they sending a video message during the game? Anyway, then Biden goes up there. His video message. I mean, we, we had to watch a little of the president, you know, State of the Union. We managed a lot of celebrities out there. Uh, Bill Simmons, <laughs> the sports guy. He was literally right in front of us. And our group, uh, Jeff Klinger, bought this ticket. It's his happiest 50th birthday, by the way. Shout out to Cliff Schindler. Ah, shout out to Jeff Klinger. Ricky Carmona, Brady Novak, his uh, Jeff's old roommate. Uh, Lewis, we had a good crew. But when Biden came up there, that really got, we really made Bill Simmons laugh. We were, we were making, we were breaking Bill Simmons down. He mentioned it in his podcast. Because Ricky said, because Biden went up there and it looked like he was accused, congratulating Kareem. He didn't know what was going on. Congratulations, Kareem, on passing the one and only Dr. J. Um, anyway, a lot of celebrities. Jay-Z, he was, he was up front. He was, uh, he had wine glasses. That's how good his seats were. He had his nice big red wine glasses. John McEnroe and Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather wearing about an $800,000 necklace. No big deal. In case you didn't see him. DJ Khaled. A lot of the Grammys left the, came over to sit front row. They're all looking at each other. Like I said about DJ Khaled, I still don't know what he does for a living, even though he has an occupation for a name. Um, It was it was a good game. I like that LeBron. I like selfish LeBron. It's halfway through, you could tell LeBron's like, "Fuck this!" We I have no thoughts of winning this game. Who cares? We're gonna lose to the Thunder, but I'm scoring thirty eight. I'm scoring whatever I need to do to get this thing over with. I wanted him to do it in goggles and a sky hook just because he hates Kareem so much, but he didn't. Anyway, it was uh, it was a good time. So now I'll be out in uh, Philadelphia for the Super Bowl and. Um, I will not be going to a party. You can't go to a Super Bowl party if your team is in it. Don't worry. My pick will not be affiliated with uh, any hometown, any home fan, whatever. I've never do that. Um, but watching it, viewing it, I don't like viewing a Super Bowl party to begin with. But especially if you actually want to watch the game and care about it. It's just ridiculous. I can't take the questions. I can't, I can't take questions. I can't take questions from you guys, listeners now who know every, who know things, who are on the same page. We share common things. I don't want any questions from anybody. Let alone uh, civilians out there. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we'll go through a few of those, uh, some fun prop bets after the, and, and the myths. I don't know why people like myths. I like myths. Super Bowl myths. We'll do a mayor bet. Has that been announced yet? The mayor bet? That's always the corniest fucking thing. The mayor of Kansas City bets barbecue sauce and ribs to the mayor of Philadelphia who has a case of cheesesteaks. Fun mayor bets. Why don't they ever do real mayor bets? You know? Listen, we're going to, we'll bet you 25 top of the line garbage trucks. All right? We have an illegal dumping situation here. And we'll give you, ship you off about 50,000 homeless people. 
I read Kansas City has like seventeen hundred homeless people. That's a, that's adorable. How do you? What a what an amazing what an amazing place to live that must be. That's just quaint. Seventeen hundred. We have that on the corner of Um But yeah, let's do real bets. Money, taxes, parking. <laughs> we're in a fucking crisis. That'd be great. Phil W just uploaded. No, we're, we're going to get real gambling on the line. Like I said last week, in the NFC Championship game, the, the line for the 50-50 was as long as the beer line. It's the only place where <laughs> they're, e- they're equal because they're such degenerates out there. And that's where I'm from. That's why we do it. Anyway. All right. So when we come back, I'm going to do a quick read. We're going to do some Super Bowl. We'll talk about the Super Bowl in general. We'll ease into it. Then we'll get into some props and some picks. And then we'll do a man in the box segment. And then we'll uh, get out of here. I think people are commenting. I'm not really sure. Let me just check to make sure. All right. Okay. So WinBet is the official online sports book of the Sports Gaming Podcast Network. I can't tell if people are commenting. Including live bet, same game parlays, win bet, big games here. Win bet has you covered. Game promos, odds, payouts are happening today. Right now, win bet, ready to pay. Sign up today, receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. You have to hit the, you can bet the biggest long shot parlay of the week, get you $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash win bet. So you know we sent you sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W I N N B E T. Offer subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, and you most certainly do, call 1-800-522-4700. SGP live show in Phoenix for the big game. They're out there. Who's out there? Sean and fucking Kobe. Or no, Kobe's here. Kramer, Ryan Kramer, Sean Green. We guys are out there in Phoenix while well, I'm here in the box. They just leave me home in a box in the Macaulay Coughlin this goddamn network. But if you're going out there, go ahead and check them out. Live show, Ainsworth, Thursday, 11 a.m. You register at sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash big game. The show is free. You'll be able to watch the show and have some drinks with the guys. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com backslash big game. Better be free for fuck's sakes. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's get, uh, let's get into the fun of the Super Bowl first. Um, it's media day was uh Tuesday. Today's Wednesday. I'm doing this game a bit early, doing this a bit early. Maybe that's why I'm a little out of it right now. Um, cause I'm doing it on Wednesday and the bombs are usually on Thursday and it goes out on Friday, but I have to fly to Philadelphia tomorrow. Media Day, I don't. Even, no one watches Media Day anymore. But like, I think Media Day now is just exists so sports media can can complain about it. I hate when hacks which me do. Oh, the one day where you get to hear funny questions, and yeah, God forbid something. They don't give you any answers anyway. I get it. You don't like when posers coming on your job, but your job. But what you really hate is how it proves how uh, worthless your job is. And nobody really cares about it. I'm, 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 I'm part of it. I mean, I like it, but nobody cares about it. I don't even believe some of these stories they say about it. Like, they said Nick Sirianni got asked Yes, They just wait for these like, stories, these corny questions. Nick Sirianni got asked, is this a must-win game? Ha, <laughs> ha, how dumb are you? Of course it's a must-win game. It's the Super Bowl. It never, I don't even think that happened. 
It's like when they say that the, the, the famous one is with Doug Williams. But he was the quarterback for the Redskins and won the Super Bowl. They say a reporter asked him, how long have you been a black quarterback? Which is a funny question. Meaning, how long have you been known as that? And he said, all my life. But if you look it up, apparently that was never said. It was never asked. But people just like saying, oh, that happened. No, it didn't. No, 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 it didn't. Um, but why, why, why let the truth get in the way of a good story? The two-black quarterback narrative is a big one this year, kind of. People, we're not really going with it. The whole Jalen Hurts. Maybe it's the Patrick Mahomes thing. Pat Mahomes, uh, I mean, he's the greatest. He tell you what, myth his breaking is the whole. Uh, you can't win with a team with a quarterback with the biggest contract. He's got a half. He's got the biggest contract in the history of sports. He's got a half a billion dollar contract, and they're back in the Super Bowl. People hate that. That's why they don't even talk about it. But he's definitely a black quarterback. He's got an annoying white girlfriend. That's, man, that makes him black for sure. He's got family to talk shit that embarrasses him. His brother, those fucking TikToks. I mean, don't deny Pat. He's got that weird frog voice that, uh, I don't know where that comes from. Um, and Jalen Hurts. Jalen, Jalen Hurts is your old school black quarterback. No, but with a new front. He runs, but he runs straight at you. He, uh, he doesn't look, I don't know. I think he's going to have a big game. We'll get into that late, later. They're all saying because he hasn't really proven himself since his injury. And Mahomes, his injury, they're all be, they'll be fine. That's just, they just need, that's what I hate about the Super Bowl. It takes so long, they just need to talk about something every day for the two so they make up things. Domestic abuse. That's a good myth they like throwing out there. They say domestic abuse is always the highest on Super Bowl Sunday. It's a, it's been proven not to be true. <laughs> it's such an easy thing to create, too. Why? Because the country's mad after the Super Bowl, so they beat <laughs> the wives are sitting in the corner caring, scared about the result of the Super Bowl. Well, then what happens to the other half? The one. They get foot rubs, you know? They don't talk about that. They don't talk about the winning side of the domestic abuse. <laughs> Not to laugh about domestic abuse. It's just a lie. There's all these lies. That's why I hate. I'm just going through them. What was the other one? Oh, toilets. That was a fun one. You ever hear that one? They say the sewage systems in huge cities break during halftime of the toilet because all the toilets are flushing at the same time. People believe this. And they print it because there's nothing to do during these two weeks in between the Super Bowl. If to believe that, that makes you believe everyone is watching the game intently and then they wait till halftime to go to the bathroom. But the majority of people are watching the halftime show because that's what they're there for, commercials and halftime show. One out of like 20 people at the party is watching the game intently and they're going to the bathroom at halftime. So that would make no sense. If you've been to a party, you know that's false. People, no one's watching. It's impossible to watch a game. Getting position, it's just uh, getting anxiety thinking about a Super Bowl party. Uh, what's the other ones that do? Sex trafficking, they say that goes up. Now, sex trafficking myth um, actually has some truth to it. They're like, every city, sex trafficking goes through the roof. And it does for the Super Bowl. It rises, but it also rises for any event. Like, auto shows have the same thing. It's just, that's what scumbags are, you know. Ah, I got some money. I'm going to be a tourist. want to come in. I'm going to buy a ticket in Phoenix. And I'm going to buy a 14-year-old Albanian. Or whatever. 
saying it's a it's a terrible issue going on, but the Super Bowl is not the cause of it. Super Bowl doesn't help. I'll give you that. Super Bowl does not help with sex trafficking. They're they are firm on that stance. <laughs> but they're not the cause, so let's not do that. And then they do the food. Everybody's throwing through fucking numbers. Like 900 million avocados are eaten during the Super Bowl. So this one, they, they do it every year. 14 billion burgers are eaten during the Super Bowl. That's what they say. What? 14 billion burgers. Think about that. For that to be true, every American, including uh, babies, let alone vegetarians or people, I don't know, God forbid, not watching the Super Bowl, would have to eat 40 hamburgers. Now, obviously, it's an average since I eat 560, so that brings up the average. I mean, it's hilarious. To me, it's hilarious. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so we've got a lot of that going on with the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know. I'm not. It's going to be a good game. It is the old uh, Andy Reid thing. So we'll get into some prop bets. I don't. It's a tough game to bet. So luckily, you know, there's a billion prop bets to get there. We'll get some of the fun prop bets and some of the uh, actual player prop bets in a second. Um We'll start with the fun ones. Let me just do one more ad read and then we'll. Uh, one more ad read. It is working. Thank you, Erica Costa. <laughs> I got a text message. And for some reason, I can't see the uh, the actual messages. Yeah, if you guys are messaging in. But I'm glad it's working. That helps me out. But all season long, and I still have no idea what's going on back here. Me in the box here in Super Bowl. <clears throat> all right. Real quick, Adri. Bing. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. I could not be more unprofessional today. Big Game Bingo. Make sure to sign up on the SGPN app. Get your own Big Game Bingo card full of all your favorite Big Game prop bets. If you get Bingo, you win a $57 SGPN gift card, which will help you buy some Man in the Box merch. You got to be subscribed to the uh, Sports Gaming Podcast and NFL Gaming Podcast on YouTube to win. What you already are if you're watching me right now. In honor of the uh, big game SGPN, there's a 57 bets challenge. You make your picks for 57 prop bets. Winner gets 570 cash and a $570 gift card to the SGPN store. That's pretty good. I should have that thing. Double my pay. All of our contests are free to play and exclusively on the SGPN app. All right. Now we go. Now that I got the confirmation from Eric Acosta. I can't see your fucking comments. I'm going to fire ahead and get into the prop bets. Now, as we get into the fun prop bets, there's a lot of prop bets to bet on. You do need to take it easy. That's my only advice to you. I don't. It took me years to realize that. You get excited, so you bet all the props. And you bet all the overs. Which you don't want to do. Because that's what, that's what they expect you to do. They want the, the, comp, the Joe Schmo, if you will. Joe Public, the square. Us. We need to take overs. <clears throat> Because who wants to bet on an under? Who wants to watch, you know, it's going to be us. You don't bet on Pat Mahomes to bet on under passing yards because it's not fun. But if you actually added up all the prop totals, you would see like, oh, if these overs all hit, then there'll be 2,000 yards gained in this game. Like it's impossible for it to happen. 
Um, so they try to get you with the juicy ones and higher payout ones, plus money, obviously. Be careful of the ones that only have one side to bet on, too. Like, if you can't even bet the other side, they don't give you an option. There's probably a reason. Like, there's one that say, uh, will both Kelsey brothers score a touchdown? Because that's if you haven't heard the Kelsey brothers, the first time brothers are playing against each other in the Super Bowl. Travis Kelsey for the Kansas City Chiefs, um, greatest tight end maybe ever. He has a very good chance of scoring a touchdown. Very good, very good chance. Uh, Jason Kelsey, his brother, is a center. Not as likely to score a touchdown. He, he can't even score on a fumble rooski because that's usually by a guard. It would take <laughs> it would take a lateral to him or some kind of massive in- catastrophe injury fumble pile up and Kelsey falls on it. Not worth the hundred fifty to one. Where you that you can't even bet the other side. Um, typing chat into the void. God damn it. Well, that's actually kind of good because I was Brian Petrovka doing that. Um, let me see what I can get here. Um. So I pause this for a second here. Nice, shouldn't I pause? Um, let me, you know, I'm going to text Colby. Uh, come in here for a second. Just because I need to see, I need to see your comments. So anyway, don't. Uh, <laughs> um. So don't do that. That's 150 to one. If they both score a touchdown, they don't even give you an option for no. And there's a reason for that because it's not going to happen. It's just impossible for it to happen. So, all right, let's see. Um, I'm going to get uh, Colby D in here, hopefully, with the comments. And let's get into so uh, There he comes, Colby D. I just can't see the comments on here. Is there a way I can set this up? Oh, my bad. It's all right. Never. Colby D of the XFL show. How you doing? Welcome to the uh, to the <laughs> bottom line bomb. Yes, Picks Dundee. DJ Picks Dundee. Oh, there it is. Can I get him up here, too, somehow? Or no? Yeah, let me get it so I can see it. I have no fucking way to see things. But there's some great comments. I'll get to read it, and then we'll start the show. This is what I used to do with my stand-up set usually. I'd fuck around for like 20 minutes. Go, all right, let's start the show. And then I, oh, well, there right we there. go. That's beautiful. Fire that away like that. Nice. Colby D, Picks Dundee, DJ Dundee, and now he's producer Dundee. Stay tuned for the XFL show coming up later on with him. That was fantastic coming up in a pinch. Now you guys are in trouble. I got your comments now. And they're all Petrovka saying kaboom. <laughs> Ken Barnard. Hertz has big Sinbad hoop earrings. That's pretty funny. Comically large. But Petrovka's talking to him. Ryan McIntyre. Bottom line bombs. Yes, sir. Moneyline McIntyre. Love it. Um, all right. Let me get the keyboard. And now we are here. Now we can communicate. Um, if it's bad for you, how did it help? What does that say? Oh, how do I scroll? Well, let me let me show this comment. What's this? Oh, how did they try it out? I like, I like putting a comment up on the board there. Let's put <laughs> Ken Barnard says Colby looks like a profession professional best man. <laughs> I think a best man in the wedding. All right. Okay. Okay. Anyway, real it is a real show now. Now that now that you guys are involved with it. All right. So let's start with the fun props, like I was saying. National anthem is always a big one. That's the first one that everyone likes to. That's my favorite first first bet of the uh, Super Bowl is the national anthem. 
Uh, Chris Stapleton is singing it. The over-under is 203. Two minutes and three seconds. Usually the national anthems, people scour YouTube for different versions of the singer singing it. There's not too many of Chris Stapleton. So you have to do uh, you have to do some real work on this one. The under was the favorite. Now it's heavily juiced to the over. And I like the over too. So you got a, we got a bad number on it. I think it's like minus 140 now or something like that. But I still like the over a national anthem, and this is why. Chris Stapleton's a country singer, but he's he's a real, he's a real fucking diva of a country singer. He likes to really get into himself. He likes to really like he thinks he's like from the a lot of country singers like to think they're from the 50s, the golden era of country. You know, he's got ten, Tennessee Whiskey's his big song. Tennessee Whiskey. Strawberry wine. They all sweet as strawberry wine. Like he does the guitar, the twang. He'll probably bring out the goddamn twang guitar. Everything's twangy with him. But he's into himself. I don't know if you ever saw. There's a funny clip, actually, of Chris Stapleton. And I like Chris Stapleton. I mean, I don't Not a fan. I don't, I don't own his shit. But that song's good. Yeah, good boys. Um, there's a clip of him in that. In, in in Tyler Perry was doing a show in Nashville at the uh, old Opry House or somewhere. Maybe uh, whatever that theater is. It's famous. And um, so Tyler Perry's doing a show. And Chris Stapleton's in the audience. And Perry like calls him out like, hey, there's Chris Stapleton. Everyone goes nuts. And he just stands up and starts singing Tennessee Whiskey. Like, like that's how he says hello. Hey, Tyler Perry. Tennessee whiskey. And he starts singing a verse a cappella. It's so awkward and bizarre. But I get what he was doing. He doesn't know how to, you know, that's what people he thinks people want from him, I guess. But that was him blessing the white people of Nashville to, hey, this guy's one of this guy's one of the good ones. That was his good. <laughs> he believes in Jesus. Tyler Perry. Anyway, it's bizarre. It's a bizarre clip. The but that has me thinking that Stapleton loves the limelight, loves the spotlight, and he is not going under 203. He might be out there a solid 220. Matter of fact, I would even correlate parlay Chris Stapleton's national anthem over 203 with the la- the length of the word brave, which is over, and a ha- over under is five seconds on that one, or five and a half, five seconds. That's He'll go way over on brave. He'll pull out the guitar with the guitar. My count is part of it. The twang. Can I not see all? Are people still commenting? Comment. Comment now if just so we can see. Let me see if it's scrolling. I'm not just. Uh, let me see. Uh, here we go. Uh, pretty funny old comment there by Ken Barnard. DJ Khalid invented the George Foreman grill. George Foreman grill, of course, is... Uh, oh, there it is. Now, now Casa's in there. Uh, George, just to go back to the old Ken Warren, I'll put that I'll put that comment out there. Look at all this fun I can do. Hold on. For your listeners are here. Mayors exchange their city's most notorious criminals. That's not what I wanted. I wanted the... Uh, grandpa, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> that's I like to set pictures just sitting up there, though. That's great. Great outfits on that Stapleton, says Chase Bentley. Yeah, he's, he's, he does, if I was a country singer, he does have that look that I would like, that fucking look. This is just a full beard, a bedazzled black fucking jacket. He's like, he knows what he's doing. 
I doubt he's even from the country. They're all from like Bakersfield or fucking there's a made in a studio out here like John Denver. Anyways, um <laughs> All right, I got to get that. I got to get Barnard's face off the <laughs> Maybe not. Actually, no, I'll show that. Like Chase Bentley's face. Um all right, so we'll go to that and then uh, so we'll take Chris Stapleton over and of the Brave, five and a half seconds. Uh, then we go to the coin toss. I don't do the coin toss bet because one, yeah, it's a 50 50 bet and everything basically is 50 50, but you're not paying 50 50. Still, they still juice you. How do they get away with that? All right, 50 50, heads or tails, minus 110. What? Usually you do minus 105, but you're still paying a juice for a fucking coin toss. Now, I will say this I have done analysis on the coin. Sometimes. Because it's not an ordinary quarter. You're going to commemorative, like, Super Bowl quarter. And sometimes the engraving is heavier on the heads or tails. So you got to see what they're doing on there. It's like one of those 9-11 commemorative coins. It always goes uh, towers down, if you know what I mean. So the towers, the tower side goes down, and then it's heads up. So I would avoid that, but... There is, it's not always 50-50. You got to see which side weighs heavier than it does with those special coins. Um, okay, now we'll hide that. There we are. So we'll move into, there's a lot of different fun things. The crossover sports, um, I do enjoy those bets because you can see find some value in those because they, they don't know what's going on. With, I mean, they do know what's going on. One I like is NHL goals over first half Super Bowl points. Just because the NHL goals have been there's only four games, but there have been just crazy amount of goals this year. Um and no one knows why. Anytime there's a score, NBA, there's a lot of scoring, NHL is scoring. It's always like these players have a completely different skill level, or they don't play then you have old people say they don't play defense. They're just better. People get better. People just can't comprehend that people get better. They just don't play defense like the way we used to. No, they don't. They don't smoke three packs of palm alls during the game. Actually, Gordy Howe. <laughs> anyway, so I like that one. NHL goals over, but let's get into uh, let's get into the fun ones. Let's get to the halftime since we're we'll keep with the singing. Chris Stapleton, Ken Barnard asked us who's playing the Super Bowl, and I told him it's Chris Stapleton and Rihanna, and Rihanna is playing halftime. A lot of Rihanna bets you can do. Main one is, what's the first song going to be? Um, don't Stop the Music is the favorite. I don't like that. That's a good last song with Don't Stop the Music, if you want to go word-wise. I found some value. I, I, I like long shots in this one because you never know. We found, love in a, we found love in a hopeless place plus 900. We found love in a hopeless place is just, generation, just generations... Uh, I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom, by the way. <laughs> Shout out and rest in peace to Humpty Hump. Will Jay-Z be on stage? I say yes to that, minus 160. I just saw him last night, the Lakers game. I kind of gave him the I kind of gave him the nod. I was, I was rubbing elbows. I was not. But I did see him at the game. Last year, last year I, uh, I was uh, on the road doing a, did a 
doing shows in Milwaukee, and I ran into Pat McGann, great comic from Chicago, who opens for Sebastian Maniscalco. I know I, I just pronounced his name wrong. Um, he was also doing shows in Milwaukee at a much bigger venue than what I was doing. Um, but it was great because I got to hang out with them, meet up. That's fun stuff being on the road when other people, other comics are in the same town as you. So we got to meet up. We hung out. And Sebastian's tour is so big because he's Sebastian. He's a fucking, there's doing arenas and he's just a rock star now. His tour manager was producing last year's Super Bowl halftime show, the Eminem one and all that bullshit. And uh, she was doing it just, uh, you know, to do it and get it on her resume, whatever. She was fun. She was a cool girl. She's actually from uh, New Jersey. So I kind of related to her with that. And I was trying, but I was always trying to get inside info from her. And she's like laughing it off. Like, no, seriously, what's the first song? And will uh, Snoop be wearing red shoes? I'm being dead fucking serious. And then I'm like texting her <laughs> afterwards. And she just thinks I'm joking. I'm like, no, that's always a weird thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I am joking. Keeping it light, keeping our relationships great and all. But seriously, I need to know this. Will Dr. Dre have a goddamn chain on? But I guess they're coached up not to ruin their career for a hundred dollar prop bet because they do put limits on it just for that for that reason. First time out called best value bets is Um Then you can see if she's gonna wear purple. Brian, does, does Rihanna show up? Didn't Rihanna used to not show up? It's the beer thing. Diamonds plus three fifty. I think I would take that. Anyway, let's let's move on. That's my Rihanna story. I just wanted to do that. We found love in a hopeless place. Once got busy in a Burger King bathroom joke. That's basically all that. Um, she'll probably have a bunch of guests. She'll have Drake on there. He can bet him yes or no. What's the thing with these collabos? It's never to one person. When they say the halftime show, it's always collabos. I didn't see the Grammys. But I can imagine what happened. I did see Beyonce won like an EDM award. So I'm like, oh, Grammys are still being the Grammys. <laughs> but I heard the rap compilation was uh, was pretty great. But no twister. I heard that was disappointing. Just things I heard. That's a new segment here in the Bottom Line Bomb. I heard. You know what else I've heard? All right. They're doing a fun thing. How about the... Uh, how about the Rob Gronkowski field goal of destiny? Rob Gronkowski is going to try to make a 25-yard field goal or 28-yard field goal, something like that, at halftime for uh, DraftKings, some bullshit promo thing. It's a fun thing, have Gronk out there kicking a field goal. So you can bet if he's going to make it or miss it, um, if it's going to go left, right, hit the post. Don't do hit the post. Although he has he he's got more of a chance to hit the post than an NFL kicker, which I, which is another prop bet. You can bet yes or no if the if a field goal or extra point's gonna hit the post. And it's a very low number for what it should be. It's like minus five hundred for no and like plus three fifty for yes. You bet no on that. It's almost impossible. It rarely fucking happens. But people just think it's going to. But with Gronk, it might. So Gronk's been practicing at it. You know, I always love this. I want to see this just because 
kicking a 30 yard field goal or whatever it is, I'm sure it's damn near impossible. But it's one of those things where you see it happen and when someone misses, you're like, I could, it's the ultimate, I could do that thing. I could do that bet. I could make that. I could make a soccer penalty kick. No, you cannot. You cannot do it. We once had a buddy, our poker's buddies, uh, watching the World Cup years ago, claiming that he could make like eight out of ten <laughs> penalty kicks. We're like, no, you can't. So it became a bet, like a big like five thousand dollar prep that everyone that was, everyone was involved in. We we got the number down to five and a half, and he went under. It was a big fun, big fun thing. Anyway, um. The field goal, remember when the Bears, speaking of which, did a double doink? And then they had, and people decided they could do it. So Bars <laughs> had fans come out who thought they could do it and just to try and get free and then make a 43 yard field goal. And I mean, they weren't even close. They're slipping on the ice, splitting their head open. It's hilarious footage. <laughs> um. What it, what it reminds me, though, when Gronk is going to kick this field goal because he's a big uh, actual football player. It's funny because it shows how much the NFL hates kickers, even though it's like 35% of their scoring. They hate how dependent they are on kicking. They just think it's a feminine, you know? <laughs> you have to have a specialized kicker. They're very good at what they do. And if, if one of them gets hurt during the game, God forbid, there's never a backup kicker. Like, it was bad when the Niners didn't have a backup quarterback when their two got hurt, which I still can't believe they didn't have a third quarterback. It's even funnier when a team loses their kicker and they have no idea what to do. First, they ask the punter. Punter's like, I don't do that. That's like a union job. I, I can only move things from here to there. I don't, I don't do that. Then they just start asking people in high school, has anyone ever kicked? Has anyone ever seen a soccer game? And then they just get their biggest lineman to tow the ball. <laughs> just put all your weight. They go from the most modern style kicking to absolute <laughs> uh, fourth grade science. Um, Eric Costa says, what's the over under DeMar Hamlin mentions? DeMar Hamlin doesn't exist anymore. If you read right Twitter, man, isn't it crazy? I just disappeared. No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't disappear. Um, no, no mentions of Demar Hamlin. Demar Hamlin was not enough to get the Bills to the Super Bowl. So, um, so we're gonna go with Gronk missing this field goal, even though he says he's gonna do it. Will he chug a beer on the field? Is also a bet you can make. If he chugs a couple beers, which I don't think he will, just because of the way the networks are stipulation. They'll, they, you can do billion dollar contra contracts if on it, but you can't contracts. But you certainly can't. Uh, actually, show it on on TV commercials. Budweiser are gonna have the goddamn horses in there for three hours of commercials for a hundred million dollars for thirty seconds. But Gronk can't chuck a mickle. Speaking of commercials, let's go to that. So Gronk missed field goal. I think it's minus one twenty. I like that. I like that play. Uh, first ad, is it going to be Doritos versus M&M's? M&M's is the minus 135 favorite. Let's break this down. M&M's, highly, highly polarizing ads this year with the mascot. of. I've, I've already gone down the M&M's ad nauseum. I hate, I hate that, that that's gotten attention, but they're fucking mascots. Now they signed Maya Rudolph to be... Um, 
their new spokeswoman. So I think she'll be, that's why they'll put her first. The Doritos ads, I usually wait a little bit. The Doritos ads are annoying to me too. Because Dorito ads, Doritos ads, they usually do the, the user-generated one. Yeah, make your own Doritos ads, and you can have a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, it's called fucking free labor. Oh, I realized my shirt was only one button that I'm supposed to be showing my Go Birds. Um, you can win $50,000. Great. The ad agencies you pay, you pay like $800,000. What I mean... And they're all the same shit. The flying Doritos, the baby's falling, the baby's crushing a guy and like a dog biting someone in the balls. And yeah, you Super Bowl commercials in general. People are still saying, I watch it for the commercials. You know, laughing. If, if you're laughing at these things, this, this is why you see <laughs> the comedies that are hits in America. Why Adam Sandler has 45 movies. God bless Adam Sandler. We all love him. We all have to endure it. We, no one watches his movies, but we have to love him. But that's the Super Bowl commercials. And Doritos, I don't like the free labor they do with Doritos. People are making, writing, producing, shooting, and acting in these same fucking punching the groin gags for decades and giving this company free advertising. And it's literally free. And now the M&M's. They changed their mascots just to get people angry. Then they backed out of it. They what? What did they go? An all female Eminem, feminems? Is that what they made? People, people got upset. People didn't get upset. They acted like they were upset. It was on Tucker Carlson. And then they caved. Eminem is caved. And I said, I can't believe you caved to Twitter. No, you caved to the right. No, they are the right. Don't you get it? The CEO of Mars, fucking chocolate. He's not. <laughs> he's not uh, advanced. He's not woke. Okay. He didn't. Once he heard about the stories of what are we doing? Oh, we'll shut that down. I, I agree with them. I hate us. But that was funny. They tried to uh, clean up that one slut Eminem. There was a one. <laughs> the Eminem mascots, which were what? The, no, these aren't beloved characters. Fucking candy mascots. These are people shop at Times Square. A slutty M&M. Then they had to clean her up. They make her a feminist. They turned her into... They put her nerd glasses on her and she goes to Lil Fair and listens to Andy DeFranco. That's a good current current reference. I like that's what I did. <laughs> Andy DeFranco and Lil Fair. Remember those? Remember those things, kids? That's what women used to like. <laughs> Just reading some of your comments. It's all about Caddyshack this year. That'd be good. Zelensky, first touchdown for Barnard, minus 750. <laughs> I want more politics involved there. Um, so no doings. Anyway, we are at, uh, man, we're getting through this. So those are some of the fun prop bets. No, the Gatorade bath, the color of the Gatorade is also a big one. Do I skip more into the M&M's? Bet M&M's. I can't give that, I can't give that more thought, those fucking mascots. I can't. It's not a real story. And the, the more they talk about they're advertising for their candy. And I said, and I said it before, and I'll say it again. Doritos, okay, you're solid. You get the... The reason why Doritos gets a pass for their free labor because their Doritos product is solid. Everyone likes Doritos. Cool Ranch is great. Original's great. When I start getting a little more experimental from that, I don't, I don't, I don't 
I don't need the, the Verde Doritos. I don't like that. The Purple Bag Doritos, whatever the fuck's in those. No. M&M's is just old school. We've gone over this. Peanut M&M's, okay, they're good. Peanut M&M's are legit better than plain m by far. Plain M&M's, they're like chocolate mints, you know. They're just old. They're like the first, they were the first candy that had shells on it. That had a chocolate shell. Because you would keep, <laughs> like I said, people, men would keep hot chocolate, like chocolate bars in their pockets of their wool suits and it would melt on the train to Harrisburg or Hershey. And so the shell was the first time they could put candy in their fucking wool pants and it wouldn't melt by the end of the day. So, you know, as a nod to that, we let them keep them around, but no, you put a bowl full of plain M&Ms out there, it's, just, it's disgusting. Grabbing in their chocolate mints and they do melt. Yeah, M&Ms will take. So with Maya Rudolph, can't wait. Caddyshacks, that's going to be the thing. More um, Ukraine. Um, Eminem is minus 135. So what do we have? We have Chris Stapleton over, parlayed within that brave over five and a half seconds, two or three. We have Rihanna. Go ahead and do a long shot on uh, Burger King bathroom. We found love at nine and a one for a song. Why not? Jay-Z on stage, minus 160. Coin toss, avoid it. Gronk to misses field goal. NHL goals over first half Super Bowl points is a lot. M&M's versus Doritos. Uh, no doink. Minus 575. No double doink. No any doink. Kansas City over penalties is also good because his referee throws a lot of penalties. That's a real one, though. I'll get to the real ones next. And then Gatorade. Final one with Gatorade. Now, this one I bet a 10 to 1. The value's already down. Now it's at 4.5 to 1. I like no Gatorade. Everyone likes to go, what color is going to be? I guess they have three options of the colors. It was red for the cheese, but green lime is the favorite, orange. I like no Gatorade. So let's stop with the fucking Gatorade. And this is why. I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Eagles cheese can be very close. Has a chance going overtime. Not, also not a bad sprinkle at 10 to 1. Although it really happens. But in a close game, sometimes there is no Gatorade. Like, if it's like a walk-off field goal and it's nerve-wracking, you can't have Sky Moore trying to dose Andy Reid <laughs> with his orange Gatorade when the game's on the line. So if the game's on the line at the end, there's a chance in no Gatorade. And especially these veterans. Sirianni, he's a slick little Italian. He can get it, he can get out of the way, too, you know? And if he outruns it, sometimes if he outruns the guys, if the Eagles win, this is why I like it. Andy Reid's been there before. He'll give you that fucking Kool-Aid look. Don't, don't douse me. I've done this before. Enough's enough. I mean, you can literally get a heart attack. Sirianni, God, he's always, as much as he's the Eagles coach, I don't like, I don't like how he mugs it up at the camera with the, ooh, when he makes a good call, he just shakes his head. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Shut up. And then, <laughs> so I can see them going after him with the Gatorade, and he just outruns them and does a full cat and mouse game, and then they just give up. So I'm looking for a, a no Gatorade slash impotent Gatorade toss, an impotent Gatorade toss. Um... Those are my fun props. Now let's get into some actual props of uh, of players. Now this one you got to. This one, like I said, you, you want to stick with the unders with here. 
Kyle Boland likes first play from scrimmage as a first down, plus 330, worth a shot with those odds. I don't like that bet at all. If you want to do a long shot, I, I mean, go for it. I'm not going to tell you not to bet anything. It's your money. But the first play, first play from scrimmage is usually just designed just to get five yards or something. If you look at the Eagles last Super Bowl, they did a five-yard pass to Nelson Aguilar. Kansas City's last Super Bowl. It will be a pass. I do believe that. I bet it'll be an incompletion, though, either, too. So you got the games, uh, the line going at uh, – just because it is, and that's how they get you with the, that's a good, I'm glad you put that in there, Kyle, because that's uh pounded. He says, <laughs> cause it does seem tempting at plus three You're like, why not? Because they know that's what you want. That's what the public wants to get higher payout for low things. So let's just do the players. Although that being said, my favorite plus money game prop bet is uh, the opening kickoff to not be a touchback plus 140 plus 145. And there's a reason for that. They use special Harrison Buckner, although granted these playoff games have been in cold weather and this is in a fantasy land in Arizona. So the conditions are much more perfect, but Buckner, if he's he, Buckner, first of all, doesn't even go for the end zone anymore. He, he only lines up like five yards back, takes two steps and just tries to pop it up for a return. And they use these special K balls that they're not used to for the Super Bowl that they can't really hammer over end over end. So this is a weird line where everyone just assumed it's going to be a touchback, but this opening kickoff in the Super Bowl is not because they're not ready for it yet. And I believe the Eagles will get the ball first because although they do like to defer, which is stupid because their offense, they're, they're a front-running team, the Eagles. If they get up at halftime, that's when they're good. They're not really good when they have to come from behind. And Kansas City always the first because that's what the numbers tell you to do. So I think Buckner taking his five-yard opening kick off the broad out is my favorite one of those plus-money game concepts. Now, um, as people are putting their prop, props in, people are saying go there. Mahomes touchdown pass over Hurts. See, I don't like the Mahomes over touchdown pass over Hurts because, one, you probably got to lay odds on that one. Because I do like Hertz over one and a half passing touchdowns. Um, because that first of all, you have the Kansas City Chiefs secondary, all rookies. They've been playing okay, but they are all rookies. And why the reason why Burrow couldn't uh, take advantage of them as much and had to throw jump balls basically is because they he he had zero protection. His line is destroyed. That's not going to be the issue with Philly. Hertz is going to have time. Now, will his arm be all right? That remains to be seen. But I think he will be fine. They take a lot of, I think they haven't really been asked of him to do much, too. People are like people were saying that like he only threw for 130 yards for San Francisco. Yeah, because he <laughs> they told him just don't throw the ball. The other team has no capabilities of throwing it overhand themselves. So uh let's just not do anything. If you smell <laughs> what the XFL gambling podcast is cooking. That's a preview for the XFL podcast, which is coming up with Kobe D. I didn't mean to hit that, but my fingers, like a guitar, too fat, hits those things. I should be hitting some bombs. I haven't hit bombs in a while, right? Gatorade, no Gatorade, detonated. M&M's over Doritos, detonate it.
<laughs> Rihanna getting busy in a Burger King bathroom. Detonate it. All right, real quickly. I like Pat. I do like Patrick Mahomes over 38 and a half pass attempts, however. I, I like him under his yards because that prop is huge. It's like, like 297 or something now. It opened at 280. Now it's at 297 because, like I said before, no one is betting under Mahomes. We are. We are bombers. Should I call you guys something? Like bombers or men in the box or men in the bucks? Like, you know, how Taylor Swift has Swifties and. Sean and these guys have the gens for the fellow the gens, but I need C gens. Could you guys be my fellow C gens? We're going to go underneath under Pat Mahomes, 295 yard, 297 yards. You get a lot of shop around. I love when people tell you that too. shop around and they are right. Shop around. You don't go to the car dealership down the street. You look for the best price, but also not all of us have 20 sports books at our fingertips either. We're just trying to have fun at the Super Bowl. So I like uh, underneath. Underneath, under Mahomes passing yards, but over pass attempts, 38 and a half pass attempts, because Andy Reid in the Super Bowl likes to lose his mind. I mean, the playoffs in general. That's the thing. Andy Reid off a bye is great, but Andy Reid in the fucking deep playoffs is terrible. So they're going to battle each other. And he's going to, I mean, the last couple of Super Bowls, he threw 45, 50 times in tight games where he didn't have to. Especially when they have no protection. So if they go down, they're just not going to run the ball. Which correlates to this. I like McKinnon under 20 and a half rushing yards. Especially now that they just activated CEH, Clyde Edward Hilaire to get rid of Nicole Hardman, which is a sneaky, sneaky acquisition to put Edwards Hilaire in there. He's taking Ronald Jones' money now. But McKinnon, it was fun while it lasted, McKinnon. But yeah, can you get the hell off our team, please? He was, the, he was the darling of the playoffs last year. And then towards the end of this year, he started, he got hot, but he's old and he's always injured. And like, and that's what the Andy Reid did. They, you know, they're like bumble relationships. They last for a couple, Kansas city running backs last for like a month. And that's it. We're, we are sick of you. We've, we've already taken you on all the date spots. We know we have <laughs> did the movie, did the one restaurant where they know me and they know not to say, uh, Hey, what happened to your old girlfriend? That's the thing with Jarek McKinnon. Like we're out of date spots with you, Jarek. Uh, you need to go. Edward Hilaire's back now. Um, so you can still get under 20 and a half rushing yards. Even if he does play and they go to him, they, they, he, he does, they don't run the ball with him. He's not a runner. So under 20 and a half McKinnon, I love a lot on the flip side. Gainwell for the Eagles. 19 and a half is his rushing Two low rushing total props for backup running backs to, to two RB twos. We're going to go under McKinnon, but we're going to go over with Gainwell. He, uh, during the playoffs is he's the hot new item with, with uh, Philly. He's the hot new hinge date hookup. They like her Gainwell. I shouldn't call Gainwell her. They like Gainwell. He's the hot date. Um, they're, you're, you're, they're, they're rolling out the carpet for Gainwell. They're taking to all the spots. Parties that I never get to, invites, Laker games. <laughs> um, he's got 42% of the snaps in the playoffs, which is he never did. So the hit that prop is pretty hit is over receiving 10 and a half, over 19 and a half rushing. If you want to do a nice value play to lead the game in rushing yards, he's 15 to 1. He was 25 to 1, but now he's 15 to 1. I still like it at 15 to 1. Why not? 
That is a why not at that price. That's plus three fifty for a first down. It's not a why not at that price. Gainwell MVP. I mean, Gainwell anytime touchdowns four to one. I was like a little Boston Scott because how can you not like Boston Scott? But if you want a sneaky play for anytime touchdowns, my favorite, and everyone likes the first uh, touchdown too. This is my guy. This is my guy to Super Bowl. Kansas City Chief Jody Fortson. Yes, everyone talks Travis Kelsey. And then his uh, backup tight end, Gray, Noah Gray. But Jody Fortson was a guy who was healthy, then he's been hurt all year, and he just came back last week for the AFC Championship game. He had a couple of looks. But he's the actual talent. He's way better than Noah Gray. And I don't mind Noah Gray. And people like his numbers too. But Jody Fortson, no one's talking about. He, he, it's hard to even find any numbers on him. But if you do, take him. He's 58 to 1 to get the first touchdown. I love it. He's eight and a half, I think, the one just to get any touchdown. I love that too. Jody, it's going to be a Jody Fortson party for Kansas City, which makes me think uh, they might be in trouble. Um, <laughs> so let's move in. So those are some good. Uh, oh man, we're only fucking fifty-five minutes. I did. I really wasted time today. I don't. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, some the Chiefs receiver numbers. To, see, that's the problem too. The Chiefs receivers are so hurt, it's hard to tell who's going to be playing. That's why like, Jody Fortune's a sneaky. I mean, just an absolute. It's rare in a Super Bowl you're going to find someone that you know is a secret. No one's really talking about him, and we I think we got one with Jody Fortson. You heard that here. Um, Marquez Van Scatling, thirty-seven and a half receiving yards. That seems very easy, which makes me want to play the under. I don't want to play the under. I just don't want to play that over. It's hard to trust Marquez Van Scatling. I know he had a nice game in the AFC Championship game. Although I can't trust Kadarius Tony too. I like his under too. I like all when in doubt, bet it unders and props for sure. Um I like Juju. I'd ra- I'd, I'd rather play Juju than uh Marcus Van Scanlon if I'm playing Kansas City receivers. Just because Juju, he's just a target monster and he ca- he makes catches. I don't know like his yardage, but it catches for sure. Over I think it's three and a half. He's gonna have five or six catches. He he makes catches. That's it. And then he falls down. Sure. But he makes catches. Um, so let's just recap that real quick and we'll go to, and then I'll do uh, for player numbers. We had Mahomes under 295 passing yards. Also take him to throw an interception. I like that too. I think it's plus money. Or maybe minus 120. Hurts over one half passing touchdowns. I kind of like that. Juju over three and a half catches. AJ Brown, I didn't get to him. God, man. AJ Brown, if AJ Brown, if Hertz would have hit AJ Brown for that touchdown in the NFC Championship game, we everyone would have had a huge, huge day. Everyone wanted that to happen. It just didn't happen. But I think so it's hard, it's hard to trust him, but I think he's gonna have a big game. He has to. I mean, it's been a while. <laughs> but I don't like to do the he's due policy, but he's got a great matchup and all that. But my main Plays there are Gainwell. I love Gainwell. Anything Gainwell over 19 half rushing yards, over 10 half receiving yards, and Jarek McKinnon under 20 and a half yards is great. Finally, before we get to the man in the box, let's talk MVP in speeches. Who he thanks first. A lot of people say, like, it's fine value if instead of betting the team, you bet the if you like Philly or KC. 
And my and my pick to detonate, by the way, line is minus one and a half. I bet I bet the line goes off at one. It's one fifty one. I kind of lean under, although I can very much see it over. I don't like the over. I don't like the the total. You'd have to lean under with a number that high, although both offenses are playing defense. I mean, Kansas City defense, I don't trust at all. I don't think they're good. I just don't. They can't really stop anyone. Eagles defense is very good, but as it's been brought up, they haven't played anybody. But there's a reason why they haven't played anyone. No one in the NFL is good. <laughs> yeah, their schedule stinks. Yeah, you know why their schedule stinks? Because it's an NFL schedule. There's like three good teams. Everyone was terrible. But I digress. The Eagles, I mean, it's fair. They have not played anybody. So I think their defense is beatable. Not like Brandon Ayuk is saying, but they're very beatable. So I can see a lot of points being scored, but I still will not play the I would not play the over. Um so MVP. So you can do MVP. So I can see them not giving Jalen Hurts the MVP if the Eagles win. If the Kansas City wins, it's Mahomes or Kelsey. That's it. It it has to be. Cal there's there's no there's no other way. There's just no other player that will. It'll probably be Mahomes. Kelsey's the only other one I can see them giving it to. Now, if the Eagles win, they just don't want it. They hate giving Jalen Hurts credit. It's hilarious. <laughs> like, ah, you can put anyone in that system, and then he gets hurt. Well, not Garden Minshew, but, you know, anyone else you can put in that system. And in the playoffs, he's kind of hurt. Yeah, he didn't do anything. He didn't have to do anything. So they bend over backwards not to give Jalen Hurts and his Sinbad earrings <laughs> any credit. So I can see them giving it to like a run of the running backs or even Hassan Riddick at 35 to one. Um, so who's the MVP going to vote for? Thank first. Teammates is the favorite. Then God plus 150. Mahomes ain't thanking God, is he? City nine to one family, 12 and a half. See if Kelsey wins, I bet he can go with the brother 12 and a half to one. Coach fifteen to one. There's a chance there with Mahomes thanking Andy Reid. There's Jalen Hurts ain't thanking Sirianni. Owner go to go to hell. Owners ain't getting one. None of the above. I like none of the above. Give me give me Hassan Riddick winning the MVP as he's on a tear right now and thanking himself. Give me that one. None of the above. Telling you all to go to hell. That's my value play for MVPs. Eric Turman says Smith MVP odds look good. I mean, seriously, with the Eagles, it is an open slate. Devontae Smith, not bad play. Or even AJ Brown. They just they for some reason they just hate Jalen Hurts. Five <laughs> says, yeah, no way they'll give it to Hurts. They just And I will say this. The Eagles were the best team in football. Well, at least, you know, best record, and they played the best team in football. And usually when that happens, and a new new team comes out of nowhere and does that, they it's because they did something no one else did. And then everyone copies it. And the Eagles' gift to the NFL and to us fans is the quarterback sneak. Thanks. They perfected the quarterback sneak into a rugby play. Now we have to endure that. <laughs> they try to get us excited for, oh, here it comes. They're so good at it. The fourth and one, the third and one quarterback plunge where they just shove them into the line. Yeah, this is great. This is really fun to watch. It's like watching a college wrestling match. This is mm -hmm. now I get it. It's it's strength. I I understand. You know they're very strong, but uh, I don't like it. It's not. There's nothing aesthetically pleasing about watching it. 
Oh man. So like I said, um, we'll detonate those bombs. So who's going to win the Super Bowl? I guess I should make a pick, an actual pick on the game. Even though I am an Eagle fan, there is value in Kansas City. The narrative is that it's Pat Mahomes versus the better team of Philadelphia. I'm not totally convinced about that, how great the, the, the disparity of the rosters. The Eagles have been an efficient team. I will say their lines are better, and it does come down to the line. Now, Kansas City's offensive line isn't as bad as when they played uh, Tampa in the COVID Bowl. But they're not, but they're good. But I'll say the Eagles defensive line will put more pressure on Mahomes, who does have a bad ankle. I don't care how much better it's getting than Kansas City will put on Philadelphia. I think I think Hurts is gonna have all the time in the world. They'll be able to run the ball. Another prop that I like is time possession won by the Eagles, just because they'll they'll that's just what they do. And even Mahomes when them score, they score quickly. Uh so it's gonna be a very tight game. I'm gonna be in Philadelphia for it. Climbing grease poles, probably. Like I said, it's just a different, it's a different vibe in that city now. Once I won that Super Bowl, it doesn't have that dark cloud hanging over. They're still scumbags. My buddy Brooks Whalen said, uh, "Most unathletic people doing athletic things can't do two pull-ups, but they can climb a grease pole with a fucking cigarette in their mouth." So we're gonna do it. Fly Eagles, fly Eagles minus one. Detonate that bomb. Yeah. But that is my smallest play of the day. I will literally have, I mean, I'll, I'll play Philly just to play the side almost almost as a commemorative coin. It's the props is where you bet the Super Bowl. That's where the fun is. And shop around. Let me go to the box here for this. Now you're in a box, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and recommend one uh, web, online book website not to go to, and that's my bookie. Dot com, mybookie.com. You, we do a lot of advertising here, and I'm glad they're not in advertising for this network because my bookie sucks. They're horrible. They pride themselves in customer service. They don't give a fuck. Anytime, and I, it's, it's my fault for living in California, a state that doesn't have legalized gambling, so you got to deal with offshore, basically, books and stuff like that because they don't give a fuck about you because they know there's nothing you can do. So they have you by the my bookie balls. I mean, they really have a go fuck yourself policy with everything. I'm not talking about complaining about, hey, he got hurt. Can I get my, my money back? Because I agree with they shouldn't get their money back. But they do so much shady shit. They pull off these bets. And I, every time I deal with them, they just don't acknowledge. I had I bet a college basketball game the other day. It was uh, Florida Atlantic, who was ranked to UAB, I believe it was. And uh, I had UAB. I bet the bet. They won. I go to I go to see. I go check later. It's graded as a loss. How was a loss? They won by like nine. Florida Atlantic is a is a ranked team. It was a great game. My man Colby D gave me the pick. He's my college guy. He he also hosts a college football and basketball experience. Check that check that show out. That's actually a daily show where they go over all the college basketball games. It's great. Very good. So anyway, I uh, so now I'm like, what the hell? It's graded as a loss. I look it up. I give it to uh, my bookie, the spokespeople in the chat box. I'm a man in a box. I'm talking to a little box. And they're like, all right, let me look up the ticket. Yep, nope, they lost by five. I go, nope, they didn't. They won by nine. Here it is. Apparently, the ticket, they say, was for the women's game. 
which, uh, which kudos to these colleges for playing men's and women's at the same time. So they can share the same bus. Nowhere on the ticket did it say women's. I swear to God. Nowhere on the ticket. So I screen grab the thing. I send them the ticket. Where does it say women's on this ticket? It doesn't say that. Like, yep, it is. It's women's. Trust me. We graded it. So, okay, that's that. That's what I keep saying. That's that. I'm like, no, that's not that's that. Acknowledge that it doesn't say women's on here. That's a loss. A women's lost by five. That's a women's bet. No, it's okay. You can say it is. You can say whatever the f- you can say whatever you think it is. That's fine. But at least acknowledge that I'm not crazy and I'm not looking. And it doesn't say that there. It's I don't see it there. Do you see it? I'm asking a box. I'm asking someone in an island who's laughing their ass off at me. And I usually don't get personal, but this is this was this was tilting. This was really tilting. The way they wouldn't even acknowledge that it doesn't say "woman's" on the ticket. You got you're responsible for your ticket. Yeah, I know I'm responsible for my ticket. I understand that, but you're responsible for printing what the ticket is. I'm not responsible for guessing. I call them, uh, yeah, I call them scumbags. Shady business. I wished uh, ill upon their family and their uh, accounting abilities and their banks. And I said, uh, that's it. I'm done with your business. And... <laughs> Getting ready for this, my bookie. But I'm going to put you on blast to all my listeners. No, I, I didn't even threaten that yet. <laughs> but wait till it gets out. So go ahead and message my bookie. And uh, I'm like, I'm. And then they said, "Really, you got a show?" Yeah. And then I plugged the show and I deposited more money. I mean, I mean, when I say that's the problem with my book. For a while now, I've I've hated my bookie, and I've had like a personal vendetta again. Well. I want to get my money back, and then I'll be done with them. That, that, that usually does not work out well. Doing a lot of chasing. Petrovka says, uh, DraftKings pays out the Trump win after the EBS and military tribe terminals. Um, I'll put that up on the board. Let me if I get that mouse right. Um, so anyway, I, I was cursing out this, uh, customer service person and they do a lot of things with it, but, and this has been a building up one time I had this ticket and like, okay. And they knew when they know, uh, they can't help me. Like, I want to go to our team to investigate. Can you come back in 30 minutes? Okay. Well, what happens in 30 minutes? Do I have to start this conversation all over again with some new fucking customer service. No, no, I'll put it in the notes. Okay. That's just a lie. And I get it. That's exactly what I would be doing. If you had to deal with people who are angry about bets and you didn't have to see their face, I would say whatever I wanted to them. Especially if I was at an island somewhere. What are you going to do? So I come back half hour later, of course, I have to redo my whole statement, my whole story. So is it in the notes? I don't know. But we know that it's a loss. Go to hell. Thanks, my bookie. Oh, I had a fucking tilting week with that. I told you last week that I broke up with Spectrum. Finally. And then I had to call. Uh, I had to keep their internet, though. That was part of the deal with the breakup. Spectrum gets to hang out at my place until they find a place of its own. The internet, until the, the internet finds a place of its own, it gets to hang out still. <laughs> and then Spectrum told me, well, while I have you here, it looks like you have a bad connection. So they sent a uh, Spectrum guy to check to give me a better connection, which is pretty rare that they would do that. 
they rewired the cable, but they're also like, nah, but the cable coming into your unit, which goes through other units down below I'm on the fifth floor, it goes up through units. That that's damaged. That needs redone. Okay. So let's set up an appointment with that. So they sent a technician to come out last week. And they have to go to the other unit. So we go to the building manager and this fucking building. They're even tilting. He goes down there. All right, so can we get access? Guys, no. Build, this is my building manager. No, you can't. That's not how it works. So he, tell, so he tells the guy from Spectrum, that's not how it works. How the fuck would you know how it works? Well, the other, our other units, they just wired around there. So that's great. Good for the other units. Well, this one goes, goes through for mine. I mean, and these, these building managers, they come through every six months. They're a revolving door, too. The spectrum, he's he's just telling the spectrum guy that's not how it works. Blah blah blah. How to do his job? The guy just left. Spectrum guy just left. He goes, "You deal with this. This is your building manager," and he's right. I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? He's never gonna come back." Well, I'll check with my. I'll I'll go check. Who are you gonna check with? What are you talking about? All you do is put up signs when we're gonna shut off hot water. <sighs> I'm trapped there too. Because they have rent control. I'm trapped. I'm trapped in this box doing this show. Trapped in my building. Because it's impossible to move. I'm trapped on my bookie. Because I'm stuck thousands. I'm trying to get it back. <laughs> I'm stuck here looking at my pale white face. Jesus Christ. Look at that face. Look at the closet. It's empty. Anyway, this has been... Uh... Oh, God. I forgot this. God damn it. I even have... I even have... Huh? Little soundbite? Little five-second soundbite so we don't get sued? Look at me doing an hour 12. This should have been one. This should have been two shows. I could have made this one. Or it should have been one good show. I could have edited it up to make this one solid show. Instead, I stretch this out to one and a half, one and three quarters... Uh, drifting show. Oh, great. Here comes Mark Vanna. Just in time with Where Are the Shades? Very important. Very important uh, comment, Mark Vanna. Here you go. I don't have the yellow ones there. Uh, <laughs> but I'll put them on for you. Erica Koss says, I like Spectrum checking the service they provide you and saying, oh, yeah, your service is bad, which is true. I don't know who did this. They did say that to me. I don't know who did this. Well, you guys did. I'm I'm pretty sure Comcast didn't do this. It's not like the Coke and Pepsi delivery guys where they wear each other's jackets and try to. It was a, speaking of Super Bowl ads. Yeah, Comcast put in a spectrum wire here and they bit it all damaged. So I'd call them up. I like the brown shades. This is for Vanna. Now we are talking. Um, good God. So now I'm never getting that spectrum guy back. Then I, 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 all right, I might as well go. Since we are here. And then I really got to go. <laughs> We're doing an XFL because we are doing an XFL show coming up. Oh, God damn it. At one o'clock, it's 1235. So then I call Spectrum. I go, hey, Spectrum, you got to explain. No one explained this building manager. This is what you have to do. Oh, no, no one did. Okay. Can we send a guy out there to do it? Like, yeah, you can send a guy to. Not to do it though, someone has to talk to them. Oh, so you need someone to talk to them. All right. Well, we'll get back to you. What do you they gotta talk to a guy that can talk to? Does anyone 
communicate any. It's amazing when they punch it. Okay, can I get your number for confirmation? Uh huh. I can see right here. Oh, so you had an account? You canceled the appointment? No, I didn't cancel the appointment. He came and he left because he said, <laughs> "I can't even." Basically, he did the cable version of "I can't even" with this guy. So you just need someone to talk. Yeah, I need someone to talk and explain to this idiot that he actually, the cable guy knows what he's doing, not the guy who pay, charges us for laundry. Oh, God, Mark Vanna. Mark Vanna can be in any. Mark Vanna, take this comment to the XFL show, which is coming up in 20 minutes on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can talk LeBron, LeBron. I talked LeBron up, up top. He did it. He scored. He scored uh, thirty-eight points to lose by three to Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, anyway, all right, that's going to do it for today's Super Bowl bottom line bombs. Good luck with all of your props and fun times and at your Super Bowl parties. Speaking of which, Eric Costa uh, hosts a great Super Bowl party. Um, has a weird Chiefs fan as a neighbor, so I won't be going there. That's not why I'm not going there. If I was in town, I would be going there. It'd be fun. Um, Anyway, uh, the Mark Van Brian Petrovka who crushed on the message board. I didn't get him all there. Let me let me see if I can get. Uh, that's enough for that. Chase Bentley, who was a big fan of the Chris Stapleton outfits as well. Um, yeah, we all did it. We're gonna do it. And then, like I said, um, I'll be in Philadelphia art this weekend. If you are there at uh, Punchlines, which in Fishtown all weekend doing shows with the one and only T.J. Miller and. Um, when I come back after the Super Bowl, I want to announce, and when I bottom line bombs is going to have its own feed, and we're going to do uh, a much more daily show, more of a general, and uh, you know, I'll 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 make the announcement exciting, exciting, exciting news, um, and what we're going to do with it going going forward. Um, anyway, that's it for today. Thank you very much. Play that music and let's get night.